is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill Herman, host of BU Podcast. And we've got another solo episode today. I'm happy to be back with you. Uh, Last week's episode was a recap and a chat with you just about life, catching up on what's been going on in my life. I hope you enjoyed it. As I said in the episode, if you didn't hear it, it felt very weird to me to do that because it was a one-way conversation. (laughs) It's like, hey, let's catch up. By the way, I'm going to do all the talking. But a lot of people, it's only, gosh, midweek at this point, and a lot of people have said to me that they really appreciated it and they liked it a lot, or they've asked me about different things that I shared. So I took some of the pictures from topics I covered and put them on Instagram. So I shared some pictures from our Christmas trip and some of the things that I shared. So thank you for being there with me and allowing me to open up about what's been happening in my life the past couple of months. So the month of January was that amazing series on health and wellness. And I'm going to give you a little life update on that and then get into today's topic. So first of all, if you've never been here, hello, I'm happy you're here. And I'm thankful for the person who shared this podcast with you. And I hope you thank them. So with regard to the topic in January, I have a big win to share with you. (laughs) I'm so excited to share something with you. And I really hope this serves as inspiration for you, knowing that if it's not the right time and you're not ready for this, it's not going to. I can't tell you how many inspirational stories I saw, how many inspirational, quote unquote, motivational fitness or health videos or reels I saw, and it did nothing for me. It just sort of like, you know, it was like, what do they say? Is it water on a duck? Like water rolling off of a duck's back? Yeah, because I wasn't ready to receive it. It wasn't my time. It's so interesting how that works. So I finally felt ready to truly, truly, truly take it on, really, really face my fears, you know, enter that cave I fear to enter as Brene Brown mentions, you know, that's where all the answers are. And the answer really came to me because I decided to follow my what? My intuition. What I talk about week after week on here following our intuition, knowing the difference between our intuition and our gut, knowing how to hear our intuition, getting quiet enough to notice it, to hear the whispers, and then feeling courageous enough to trust and follow it, even when it makes no sense to our brain. 
that intuition? Yeah, that intuition. I followed my intuition and I created that series for the month of January, which really is not on brand for Be A Podcast, but I knew I was supposed to do it. There was no question. I didn't know why. I didn't know what it would look like. I didn't know any details, right? I just knew that I was meant to do it. There's a saying, and you can say this many ways, and you'll hear it said many ways, but it's something like, whatever you are desiring is desiring you. Whatever you're feeling called to is calling you. It's not a coincidence. And so I felt very much like I really wanted to have that series. And so I knew that God was saying to me, do it. You're going to be happy you did. So I had experts, different physicians on, et cetera, and learned a lot for sure. What I didn't see coming wasn't just that I learned things and answered some of my questions and it allowed me to question some of the answers I've been getting. But what also happened is that it unlocked something in me. After that, I reached out to my friend Kiki Hurwitt, who I've been working with. We're friends, but I've also been paying her to help me. She's a certified behavior change coach and has an amazing fitness journey. Many of you have heard her episode and have seen her transformation online. And my amazing trainer slash fitness expert coach, Dr. Nick Truby, who was on the episode in January. I had been working with both of them. I had been working with Kiki. I had put Dr. Truby on pause because my nervous system was not ready for what he was sharing with me. It was working for everyone but me, pretty much. And unlike some people, I bet there are some people that it didn't work for and they just gave up. But I I paused and I listened to myself. And the answer I received, I already mentioned to you last week, was that I just needed it served to me differently. I needed to receive the information differently. And I needed to practice using my voice and asking for what I want, even if the answer is no. I asked He said yes, and I started moving my body. Over the summer, I was doing my walks regularly, and I told you it changed my life. And this may sound really strange. If you've never been on the show before and you've never heard me talk about this, you're like, what are you talking about? You are 52 and you weren't moving your body? No, I wasn't moving my body. There's a whole backstory around it. But just know that over the summer, for the first time ever, I committed to daily walks, and I felt amazing. And then I fell off, okay? So... I started moving my body again. January 8th was my first movement. I'm not going to say workout, movement. And it was delivered to me, packaged to me the way I had requested in the form of a reel. Really simple, four movements with weights, with guided instruction, how to breathe, how to hold your body, etc. And I committed to this. So I didn't necessarily do it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday like I had said I would. But I did it three times a week, no matter what. Maybe it wasn't Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe it was Monday, Thursday, Saturday. But I did it week after week. And then I started incorporating walking on my treadmill. Even though we live out in the country and I love being outside, I have this issue with my a joint in my foot where your big toe is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it. I think I have arthritis there because of an injury from years ago. And the boots I have to wear to be able to walk in the wintertime where I live really, really were hurting that. And so I thought, okay, no excuses. I'm going to find another way. And I got my little sneakers on and I got on the treadmill out in our garage. I started walking. And so I've been walking 
not far, not long, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Now I've worked it up to 30 minutes and I'm now like getting really into it, like at a really nice pace, at a bit of an incline. I did like three miles, I think it was last night. It's always about two miles and it started off as a half a mile. Well, I'm here to report to you that I feel different. My energy is high. My mood is different. A lot of my swelling that I've shared with you that's been happening lately has gone down, even though I haven't done any adjustments with my hormone therapy. I feel so good. So I'm dragging this out a little bit, but I just want to share with you a personal win. And I want you to just think right now, I'm going to give you a minute here. What is something you can celebrate? Any kind of win in your life right now that you've done, anything, what can you celebrate? What can you pat yourself on the back for? We just don't do it enough. By the way, Holly Pickerel gets credit for that. I just saw her Instagram story about five minutes ago. And she was sharing that with her clients and sharing it on social media. So what can you celebrate yourself for? Please do it. Give yourself a high five, a big hug, a pat on the back. You did well at what? What happened? What is it? What was your breakthrough? What is it? What I learned is that I was receiving information from Dr. Nick, from Kiki, from all kinds of sources even before them. But they were, again, rolling off of me like you might see water roll off of the feathers of a duck. until one of those drops of water got in. And once I had a taste of that, I wanted more. And the term slow is fast keeps coming to me. Slow is fast. Slow is fast. Go slow to go fast. Slow and steady wins the race. I cannot describe to you the difference between my mindset around movement today and my mindset around movement, moving my body, exercise, working out a month ago. I cannot describe to you the drastic, drastic difference. And the interesting thing is that I didn't go from not doing anything to just kicking ass, just working my ass off and sweating a bunch. And I'm just like seeing all these changes in my body. What happened is that I allowed myself to just do it so-so, do it kind of badly, do it little by little do it step by step, breath by breath, and celebrated every bit that I did do. That's the difference. That was the secret sauce. That right there is what changed everything. I am telling you, everything, I can't stress it enough. I am a certified life coach at the most comprehensive life coach school in the world. Elementum. I don't say that to brag, but I say it to make a point here. Trauma-informed. We studied like, I don't know, 22 different modalities over the course of six to eight months. I don't remember, a few years ago. I've been involved in personal growth and personal development for many years. I've done a lot of immersion experiences, courses, walked on the coals, jumped off of telephone poles, written my own obituary, sitting in a cemetery. I mean, I've sat in sweat lodges. I've done breath work. I've done plant medicine. I've done a lot of things that have grown my consciousness, expanded me just in the most profound ways. And wouldn't you know that the huge change that I see in my behavior, in my pattern, and how I'm showing up right now in my 
life and how you do one thing is how you do everything. So it's affecting every area of my life, not just fitness. Wouldn't you know that it didn't take a big, huge dose of anything? It was bit by bit, breath by breath, step by step. Now I heard that before, just as you've heard that before, and it didn't mean shit to me. Why? Because I was focused on the big prize. I was focused on, I hear you, I hear you, I already know that, I've heard it a million times, yeah, 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 little by little. I don't want little. I want big changes, I want all this weight gone, I'm fucking sick of feeling like this, I'm tired of looking like this, I want to actually have a little bit of muscle tone, I want to feel halfway attractive, I just, I don't want to go little by little. But I also don't want to do fast, intense, and heavy. So I had the choice to just keep doing nothing. And here's what helped me. I made the decision to take all pressure off of myself, to not give myself a timeline, to not think about the end result at all. And I will give credit to both Dr. Nick and Kiki because they were saying this shit to me over and over and over again. But again, remember, it kept rolling off my back, rolling off my feathers until one drop got in. And when I got a taste of that, that's all it took. And it was giving myself permission to not be someone who does the big moves, to not be someone who was looking forward at whatever I was going to get in the end, but to instead, and I'll quote Dr. Nick here, say to myself, what can I do so that I just feel a little bit better than I did before? And then as Kiki would say, whatever I did, I'd give myself credit for that huge credit for every little bit I did instead of doing what I was doing before. The old perfectionist was coming up before. I didn't do enough. I I skipped a workout. I didn't do it well. I didn't try hard enough. I'm not going to be consistent with this. It's not going to work. I just kept focusing on being grateful for what my body could do. I focused on feeling better than I did before, even if it was just a little bit better. I also focused on allowing myself to enjoy it. I didn't want to work out. I had no desire to do it. So when I went out to that home gym, I said to Kiki, you know, this feels sterile. The energy in here is like, it's certainly not mine. This ain't my scent. Okay. I I have not out here ever. My husband's been out there. My friend Joy's husband's been out there. My son has been out there. His friends have been out at that gym. But I had not been there in, I mean, I think a year. In the six months that I was consistently working out there, to be transparent, I didn't enjoy it. I was working with an amazing, like, like guru, old school guru trainer, who is such a great person. But it just wasn't working for me the way we were doing it. I did it. And I sort of gutted it out and he is brilliant. And what I was doing helped my mechanics and helped my body so much. But I never got myself to do more than one or two workouts a week. And I never wanted to do it. I never looked forward to it ever. So that's the energy I was feeling in that home gym. And so I said to Kiki, I'm changing this. I'm saging this shit. I am changing the energy in here. I'm going to breathe life into this space. I'm going to make it my own. I'm going to, and this part I haven't done yet, but even just saying it made a change, you guys. 
I said, I'm going to put some inspirational quotes out here, some pictures. I'm just going to do like almost like decor and design are one of my favorite hobbies, right? I'm going to design this and just make it, make it more me. So I want to be out here. This is my space. So one thing, (laughs) this may make you laugh, but one thing I did do that didn't require me getting anything or buying anything or designing anything is I thought, okay, how can I make this enjoyable? So we have a TV out there on wheels. I moved it over to where I could see it while I was on the treadmill and I put my housewife show on. And I'm like, this is my time. I'm going to be out here watching my housewife show and I'm going to enjoy this. I'll put on a podcast I like, put on some music I like. And I just, I, I started craving it. And so the more I did it, the more I craved it. And every single time I have a new win. I have a new celebration. I have a new, like, for example, last night I didn't do the workout, but guess what I celebrated? I hadn't done it all day. And I went out there at like 10.30 p.m. because I wasn't going to go to bed without moving my body. And I got on the treadmill and I walked like really briskly at an incline for over 30 minutes. It was like three miles, I think. And I didn't do the four movements with weights that was prescribed. But I thought, you know what? At least I'm going to do this. And I did two of the movements, one set of two of the movements. And I celebrated that instead of looking at what I didn't do. I looked at what I did do. And I patted myself on the back and then to hold myself accountable and to witness myself celebrating myself, I sent a video to Kiki and to Nick and said, look what I did. Because yeah, I I want that celebration from them. And so I've just seen this now spilling over into the rest of my life. I, my doctor wanted me to do an HTMA hair sample where they can test you for nutritional deficiencies, toxicities, heavy metals, et cetera. And he gave me this a year ago. I've made a million excuses. All you do is cut a chunk of your hair off and mail it in for God's sake. But my nervous system was like, this is too much. I, I, I have too much coming at me. Take these supplements. Do this. Do this 24-hour urine. Do this hair sample. Blah, blah. It was too much for me. So I stuck it in a corner and just ignored it. Guess what? Whenever we make change in one area of our life, what happens? It spills into every area of our life. Whether we believe it or not, it does. It's undeniable. We may not notice it, but it does. So what I've been doing in that home gym keeping a promise to myself, celebrating myself, focusing on what I am doing instead of what I'm not doing, doing baby steps, being consistent with little tiny changes, having no pressure on me to get any type of result whatsoever and focusing on what? Feeling good, enjoying it, having fun, feeling better than I did before. That has now turned into me doing my hair sample today. Like who the hell would have seen that coming? I think my doctor thinks I'm just never gonna do it. Suddenly, I felt inspired to do it today, doing laundry that I needed to do, you know, deciding that I'm going to clean out my closet and do another overhaul in my closet. I mean, it's just such a beautiful feeling. And, And I'm excited to say that I don't have a big, you know, dramatic story to tell you about how I've lost 20 pounds and have all these results. It's how I feel about what I'm doing. 
Like I'm so excited, but I could be doing way more. I could be making this a priority and doing it as soon as I wake up. I could be exercising longer. I could be even better about other things I'm doing, but I'm just doing better, period. The other thing I'm seeing is that now that I am consistently moving and I'm celebrating, et cetera, then I, you start feeling momentum. Momentum starts taking over and then it spills over into other things. And that has also turned into me being way more intentional about eating enough protein. We've discussed that a million times, right? Really focusing on eating a lot of protein. I'm talking like over 100 grams of protein. Eating enough. Remembering to eat within an hour or so of when I wake up because I could literally not eat till 2 p.m. every day. Like that feels natural to me. I have under eaten and not eaten often for many, many years, not trying to diet. Just I just have naturally had not much of an appetite my whole life. So yeah, really proud of myself. It's turned into me taking on a few supplements that I felt intimidated by before or I felt overwhelmed by, I should say. And it also turned into something that's going to sound completely unrelated, but I'm going to read you one paragraph of something that I wrote. What does that have to do with walking on a treadmill or lifting some weights? Well, it has a lot to do with it because the way that that, that momentum has affected the rest of my life is that I've been feeling committed to writing, but I haven't been writing. And remember what I told you before, I would beat myself up and just feel so frustrated with myself for not doing it. So I decided to adapt the exact same mindset with writing. I'm not focused on the outcome, no pressure. Do I feel a little bit better than I did before? Celebrate every win and just do a little bit. After I decided to do that, I got a text that an editor of a magazine wanted me to uh, write an article I've written for them one time in the past. And I thought it was really interesting because it's not the book, my book, that I've started writing, but I wrote this. And doing this little, I don't know what it is, 1800 words, four pages or so, article was so fun for me. And I said to my husband, oh my gosh, I got the bug. That feel good bug, the writing bug, oh my God, it bit me. I don't need to to chase it because it's now chasing me. Like, I'm just so excited about it. And I truly, truly believe, in fact, I know that it's a result of what I just described a minute ago. This wasn't going to be what I was going to talk to you about, by the way. I told you I was going to give you a little life update and then get to the topic. And I decided that this, what what I just said needed to be said. I trust that. On the next solo episode, what I'll talk about, which is what I was going to talk about, was a conversation I had with a friend who happens, happens to be a listener of our podcast, where she was being hard on herself for uh, something she's struggling with and for being an overthinker and someone who does like a lot of research before she makes a decision. And I'll just give you the the highlight and then I'll expand on it on the next episode. I want you to know that whatever you... Well, this is actually related, isn't it? Because it's it's related to what I was just saying about myself. Whenever you and I look at something that we're not proud of, or we feel like we shouldn't be that way, or maybe we're even ashamed of it, or hard on ourselves for it, and her circumstance, it's in her situation, it's being an overthinker and researching things before she can, and getting in her head too much before she can just pull the trigger and make a decision. 
whatever it is for you. For me, it would be like procrastination and perfectionism, which are cousins, right? There's no procrastinator in the world that isn't a perfectionist. (laughs) So whenever we look at those things, what I shared with her is, remember, you know, the term blessing curse, it's a little dramatic to me, a little drastic, a little harsh, but look at things as everything can hinder us, but it can also be a secret superpower. It can be something that served us or serves us in certain areas of our life and then doesn't serve us in other areas of our life. So I said to her, you know, I sometimes wish I would be an overthinker and a researcher. I just like shoot from the hip and just go blind. And you might admire that, but it can be messy, (laughs) right? It can be real messy. So for you, that's a superpower, but it can also hold you back. So just be aware of that. And don't beat yourself up about it. Just embrace that part of you instead of trying to change it. And that was really helpful to her. So thinking it was unrelated to this episode or this conversation, it's actually very related, isn't it? Very connected. So for myself, perfectionism, procrastination, et cetera, which is what I just described, I was practicing for a long time now with regard to movement, me not beating myself up anymore and embracing that part of me and just saying, yeah, yeah, I can be that way for sure. But I got to tell you something, you know, you want a project done and you want it done well, you probably want me to do it because that perfectionist that I criticize so much that I wish I wasn't a perfectionist does a really good job executing things and pays attention to every last detail, right? It also really, really holds me back and creates procrastination sometimes, et cetera. So don't be so hot on yourself. So anyway, with this article, I was asked to write about renewal and expansion and people reinventing themselves. It's never too late to do that. It's nothing you ever have to do. It doesn't have to be a huge, huge, like rebirth, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be a big career change. You know, you go from being a librarian to a pilot. It doesn't have to be something like that. It can be what I just did, starting to move your body getting out into your home gym and ordering some workout clothes on Amazon, which I did, by the way. I forgot to tell you that. I decided I was going to look the part. Kiki encouraged me with that. Look the part, feel like I looked presentable, wear something I was proud of that actually fit me. And it really, really helped. It doesn't have to be huge, right? It can be little incremental baby steps. It can be just little things like getting an outfit from Amazon and getting out in your gym and walking for 10 minutes. Or it can be deciding to go from being a chronic smoker to a someone who does triathlons, right? So I'll read the first paragraph, okay? And the day came when the risk it took to remain tight inside the bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Anais Nin. Have you ever wondered why and how some people make big, courageous changes in life and others spend their life dreaming of change yet never take the leap? And why do some who haven't embraced self-renewal not crave it? Why are certain people able to change, shape-shift, evolve, and reinvent themselves over and over again? Expansion creates more expansion. Once we become familiar with being uncomfortable, welcome looking bad, embrace making mistakes, and practice being a novice, It becomes our new zone of comfort. It goes from feeling painful to being our norm, kind of like an ice bath for the soul. It sounds awful, feels awful, 
but the payoff causes us to desire it more and more often. And although it never gets easy, it does, in fact, get easier. So isn't that funny? I truly, 100%, had no idea that what I just wrote and that first paragraph that I just read to you, I had no idea, (laughs) no idea that it was at all connected or as closely connected as it was to what I just told you. I just shared this personal story of of celebrating wins and what's going on with me with movement, et cetera, et cetera. And oh, by the way, I want to read a little something to you. And it felt like two disjointed topics. And then I just read it. And of course, there's no coincidence. Of course, what I just read was absolutely 100% connected to what we just talked about. Expansion, evolution, expansion, creating more expansion, getting familiar with being uncomfortable, allowing the, the pain and discomfort to become our new norm. Yeah. All right. So I hope this served as a little chicken soup for the soul for you this week. I hope there's something that I said today that ignites something in you. I hope it was an invitation, a loving reminder, perhaps a bit of a record scratch, an interruption, a kick in the butt to stop being so hard on yourself, to celebrate the little things that you think are really insignificant that you do or experience. I hope that what I shared inspires you to just take baby steps without expectations, without pressure, without looking at the end result and allow yourself to enjoy the process. I love you. I'm wishing you the best week. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Love yourself. Every bit of yourself. All the parts that you think are wrong or not enough or should be different. Love all of them. And put your hands out wide. Exhale and fully surrender. Surrender. 